0: The Holy Gospel of our Lord Jesus Christ, according to Matthew. You, Lord Christ. On the Mount of Olives, Jesus said to his disciples privately about his coming, but about that day and hour no one knows, neither the angels of heaven nor the Son, but only the Father. For as the days of Noah were, so will be the coming of the Son of Man. For as in those days before the flood, they were eating and drinking, marrying and giving in marriage, until the day Noah entered the ark, and they knew nothing until the flood came and swept them all away, so too will be the coming of the Son of Man. Then too will be in the field, One will be taken, and one will be left. Two women will be grinding meal together. One will be taken, and one will be left. Keep awake, therefore, for you do not know on what day your Lord is coming. But understand this, if the owner of the house had known in what part of the night the thief was coming, he would have stayed awake and would have not let his house be broken into. Therefore you also must be ready, for the Son of Man is coming at an unexpected hour. The gospel of our Lord praise. We are beginning the season of Advent today. Yesterday, I found myself outside playing with my girls, and there were lots of people here. I never expect this on a Saturday. I'm sort of shocked. But it was a a group of parishioners who were coming to prepare, so we can all prepare. See, the season of Advent is a season of preparation preparation for the coming of Christ, and many of our faithful parishioners were here transforming our space so that our building, our sanctuary, the space we inhabit in our prayers reflects the preparation and the season that we are in. In front of the baptismal font, there is an empty manger a symbol of that which we are preparing for, of that which we're waiting for, the birth of the Christ child, this little perfect baby that comes into the world when we celebrate Christmas. It is easy for us to think of how to prepare for such a child, to make the place feel soft and warm, to bring us into the season and yet, Advent is preparing us for much more than that. In our gospel today, we do not hear the news of a child is to come. There is no angel speaking to Mary. There is no Joseph or, or donkey or wise men or shepherds yet. Instead, we are given the story, this moment of Jesus as an adult telling his disciples to prepare for the coming of the Son of God. We prepare in this season not just for the coming of the Christ child, but we prepare for the coming of Christ again in resurrection and the coming of Christ again in the second coming. We are preparing for Christ incarnate in many different forms. I've been chewing on this as our class met this week, our Loving Our Neighbors class that I've been teaching for the past few weeks, where as a group we have been wrestling with this question of who is Jesus, what does salvation mean, and how do we understand it in the midst of our pluralistic world? This past week we encountered in our conversations A point of discourse around how we understand salvation and how we understand the role of Christ. (coughs) Why is it that we believe in Jesus? Why is it we prepare for his coming? And how do we understand his coming again and again and again? In light of our theology, our beliefs about other faiths, and our beliefs about our own. I admit I have been wrestling with this since we talked as a class because it stirred up for me an old discourse in my own heart, my deeply held belief in the uniqueness of Christ, in something unique and intangible and unknown anywhere else in faith or history – something I have a deeply held need for. The Christ that comes as a baby, the Christ that comes in the resurrection, and the Christ that will come again. And yet my understanding of the uniqueness of Christ rests with me as a seven-year-old choosing baptism and knowing that my Jewish sister was deeply loved by God. For some, those would be in conflict. The uniqueness of Christ can often lead us down this path of believing that only those who have Christ can experience God or salvation. And yet the love for my sister was so much greater than any theology I was learning at seven years old and has superseded any theology I've encountered since then. So what do we make of all of this? And what does this have to do with Advent? Certainly, we would much rather sit here and talk about a little baby coming into the world, about Mary and Joseph, about how we prepare for this soft and beautiful season But the gospel today is challenging us to wrestle with something much greater. We're not just preparing for the birth of the Christ child, but we're preparing for the adult Christ, who will challenge and overturn our deeply held beliefs. We are preparing for the Christ that will come again. We are preparing to bring about the kingdom of God. It is not all singing in mangers and angels, and shepherds, and kings. But in many ways, it is Advent, and the birth of the Christ child, that gives us a place where we perhaps can come to understand Christ in a different way. When we often talk about our understanding of salvation, our understanding of the cross, We are holding on to old theologies that have been taught for centuries in the church that root us in a place of fear and shame and sin. Where we hold on to the belief that Christ had to die so that we might be saved. That we were so broken that that was the only way things could be made right that we must have Christ for fear that stories such as the gospel today instill that two will be in a field and one will be taken and one will not. So often our theology of salvation is rooted in fear, is rooted in shame of our sinfulness, is rooted in our belief that we are not lovable, But when it comes to Advent, we are reminded of something much deeper, something beautiful, at the heart, I believe, of what our theology should be. That Christ comes into this world as a newborn baby, fully human and fully divine. That God, in God's infinite power, knows all that will come, knows of the struggles of the life of Christ, knows of the violence that is to come. And I do not believe that that violence and that crucifixion is what God needs, but instead sends us Christ in spite of it, rooted in a place of deep and abiding love. That we are so worthy of God's grace and God's love, that no matter the path that is before Christ, we are worthy of receiving him. No matter of the violence and the struggles, when we will show, perhaps, one of the worst sides of humanity is in that violence. We are worthy of the love born into this world at the end of the season of Advent. That our salvation comes not because of that sacrifice being needed, but because it demonstrates the great love that we are so desperately yearning for. we are deeply in need of love. We are deeply in need of a salvation that is not rooted in fear, that is not rooted in shame, that is not rooted in sinfulness, but instead is rooted in how deeply God loves this world and loves us and loves those who profess a different faith than our own. That our theology and our understanding of what it is we are preparing for requires us to be in constant tension with what we have been taught to believe and what we experience as truth as we encounter our neighbors in the world. God's love is deep and wide. God's love can change us. The uniqueness of Christ is how I have come to encounter God and to bring God into my own life. I do not want to live in fear of a moment in the field where one is taken and one is not, but rather to live into a place where God's deep desire to be in relationship with us is reflected in our deep desire to be in relationship with all people in this world. I am much less concerned about the salvation we talk about when we leave this world, and much more concerned about the salvation we will find in the world in which we inhabit now, in this one and beautiful life we live in. Salvation found in freeing ourselves from sin and shame. Salvation found in being in relationship with our neighbor. Salvation found in believing and knowing we are loved by God. We are preparing for an unknown hour that requires us to challenge what we think we know that requires us to be in deep relationships with our neighbors, and above all, to know that we are loved by our Creator, and so is our neighbor. Amen.